listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. Great crowds were traveling with Jesus, and he turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Which of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there is enough for its completion? Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish the work, the onlookers should laugh at him and say, this one began to build but did not have the resources to finish. Or what king marching into battle would not first sit down and decide whether with 10,000 troops he can successfully oppose another king advancing upon him with 20,000 troops. But if not, while he is still far away, he will send a delegation to ask for peace terms. In the same way, any one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. The Gospel of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, may the Lord give you peace. Amen. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Bienvenidos a todos. Lo siento porque hablo español un poquito. And uh, voy a ir a hablar uh, grande hoy, so lo siento. Okay. The, um, cuando tenemos humor de Dios y primero, y todo otros amores es más grande. Okay, I just summarized my homily in Spanish. <laughs> when the love of God is first, all the other loves are even greater. Okay, but let's unpack it. Okay, so the readings today are kind of shocking and kind of intense. We hear this message of Jesus. He has this big crowd following him. They probably had different motives for the reasons why they were like following Jesus. And he says these words to them. Did you feel the shock? Unless you hate your mother, your father, your spouse, your children, your possessions, unless you pick up your cross, you cannot be my disciple. It's like, whoa. This is how, like, every, you could imagine everybody kind of walking away, like, you know, what are you talking about? And you know, in the Jewish context, how special the Ten Commandments were for the people. And in other places, we see Jesus honoring the Ten Commandments, right? Including the Fourth Commandment, honor your mother and your father. And then you think of the story when the rich young man came up to Jesus. What must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus tells him, follow the commandments. Loving God, honor your mother and your father. And so... It is, how do we understand this strong and strange message of Jesus today? Um, how can we understand that? So the first thing that I want to point out is this. Only God could say something like that, right? Only God could say, 
put me first. And in, and in, in a matter of fact, that is the first commandment of the Ten Commandments. The first commandment is put God first. Have no other strange gods before me. Put God first. So Jesus is God. He has the authority to say this. Um, but to maybe unpack in a deeper way how to understand this message of Jesus, I want to share with you a little story. Um, last night I was saying Mass at a parish in Belvedere, and after Mass they baptized a 13-year-old young man named Troy. Pray for Troy. He's the newest member of the church. And uh, it was really exciting to see him, and um, I, it got me thinking about when I was 13. So when I was 13 years old, I had, you know, with my family growing up in Indiana, the flat farmlands of Indiana, um, when I was 13, my dad told us, we are going to go on a vacation. They had friends in the state of Maine, and we were going to go visit them. So exciting. So my dad got out the map. You remember those? <laughs> okay, for you young people, the Google Maps on your phone, it used to be on paper, okay? And it was really big. And so my dad gets out the map, and he looks at Indiana, and he looks at Maine, and he sees, oh, we could go to New York City. And we were like, New York City, whoa, okay, you know. You see it in television and movies, and you know, you're, you're thinking, okay, this is exciting. And I'll never forget, as a 13-year-old sitting in the car, coming over the, um, the George Washington Bridge and looking over and seeing what looked like a movie set, the skyline of the Big Apple. We were like so excited and we came to New York City. We spent three hours in New York City sitting on the highway in traffic. <laughs> That's all we did. And it was so hot. My dad was sweating and people were honking their horns. In Indiana, you never hear a horn honking, okay? And people were using bad language, and I was like, whoa, it was, it was a little bit of a traumatic experience. It was like, what is happening? And I said to myself, I will never come back here again. <laughs> okay, isn't that a James Bond movie? Never say never? Okay, good advice. Thank you, James Bond. Okay, and so fast forward the tape, and I'm in college, I'm in university, and I'm discerning my vocation, seeking to find God's will for my life. Um, my roommate from those days is here at Mass today. Okay, you remember those days, right? <laughs> and um, after I visited many different monasteries and different religious orders, and, and wouldn't you know, much to my surprise, I felt called to move to New York City, to the Bronx, to join the Franciscan Friars to serve the poor. And I was like, I just remember the, the moment when I realized this is where I need to go. I was like, no, okay, Lord, okay. And so I'll never forget, it was about this time of the year when um, you leave your family to go and join what we call postulancy. You become a freshman friar. And uh, it's just happening right now. So pray for all the young men and women who are going off to monasteries and seminaries and friaries. Believe it or not, there, there are two young men from this area who are joining my community today. <laughs> you know? 
So I, when, I saw one of their moms this morning at a parish. So, um, and I'll never forget the struggle of leaving behind what I loved to follow Jesus. You know, what was familiar, what was comfortable, and especially the difficulty of leaving behind my family, who I loved very much. And I remember struggling with the question, am I not going to have my own family? To choose, as St. Paul tells us in the second reading, voluntarily, freely choose to not have a wife and children for the sake of following Jesus. It was a struggle. And when you join the religious life, you have several years when you get to just live it before you make your final lifetime commitment. Now, obviously, um, you know the rest of the story, right? Because I'm here, <laughs> okay? But I'll never forget, after being in the Friars for many years, you become a freshman, then you become a sophomore, and then a junior, and then a senior, and now it's time. Make a decision. And I remember having a big struggle. There was one hurdle that I needed to get over, and I was there praying, and I was seeking the Lord's grace. And uh, if you've ever seen, like in a cartoon, when a character has a light bulb over their head and then the light bulb goes off, it was just like that. As I was praying and I was discerning and I was thinking about what was holding me back. And I was thinking about my family, how I missed my family. My family is still in Indiana. They do not like New York City. <laughs> They don't like visiting me, and, um, and I was missing them. You know, and my own siblings had been married and had children, so now I'm an uncle, and I don't get to see my nieces and nephews as much as I would like. It's painful. And so I was praying, and this is the grace that came to me. This is what I realized. Because I had left all of those things to follow Jesus, to put God first, I realized what, it, what happened, what it did to me. I realized that I love my family even more than if I had stayed home and just lived a normal life. And that's what Jesus is trying to tell us here. If we put God first above all the other loves that we have, what St. Paul tells them about Onesimus, that you, you gave him up for a little while to serve me, but now you get him back even better, no longer a slave, but now a brother in Christ. That's what we mean by the word redemption. And I realized that um, the Lord has given me, my family, given it all back, but even better. Because now I'm no longer loving them with my love like my best effort at loving. Now, because I've struggled to put Jesus first, I can love them with something more. I can love them with God's love. And so brothers and sisters, this is a message for all of us. Any of you who are here today who are married, do not put your spouse first. Put God first. And you will be able to love your spouse so much more than just your own love. And if any of you here have children, it's so beautiful to see the children. <laughs> Do not put your children first. Put God first.
And if you do that, you will be able to love your children way more than you could have on your own effort. And brothers and sisters, here's the kicker, particularly your own will. Do not put your own will first. Put God first. Seek first the kingdom of God and everything else will be given to you. This is the secret of sanctity. This is why we're here. That is the meaning of life, to love God and love neighbor and in that order. And it's like this tower or like that king going into battle. How can a smaller army defeat a bigger army? Because you have to be all in. I said that for all of you poker players, okay? (laughs) To be all in. And again, it's only God who could ask that of us. And Jesus is God. And the reason why he can ask us to be all in is because he's all in for us. He was all in for us. He held back nothing of himself. He gave himself totally for love of us. And now he invites us to reply, to respond by offering everything for him. And in putting him first, we receive everything else back, but even better. Amen. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans Thank you.